So we're going to talk about family this morning. I know some of these kids are already eyeballing this bowl of candy this morning. So I just want to throw out a question to some of you guys. Now, you have to be interactive this morning. It's all right to interact, okay? Um, so let me ask a question. There's all these different kinds of families, right? We have all these different kinds of families really, uh, represented here this morning. Some families among us like to um, laugh a lot. Some of us like to snicker together. Is there any is there any families here who like to snicker together? Anybody? Okay, I see I see there's a couple families over there that like to snicker. Any other families that like to snicker? All right, there's families, there's we have families over there. Uh, that's not a snicker. That all right, okay, now now there's also some families that would say that they are marvelous and majestic. You know? They're they're like I mean, when you put those two letters together, they would say like they're M and M. Is there any other families out here that are kind of M and M and... Okay, some of you guys are cheating and saying you're more than... <sighs> My shoulder doesn't really work. Anybody else kind of an M and M kind of family? Okay. Um, what about... What about... Some, now, some families are small. But then some families are big, like the Milky Way, kind of like, you know, any kind of big families represented here? All right, let me see if there's any, I only, that's Sean, you're a big fat liar. You're going, Wasinks, Wasinks. Okay, any other big families, big families back there? Big families, big families. And then, and then there's some families that like to play Twix on each other. All right, some of those, some of those back there. All right, heck, let's just do this. All right, all right. We still got more. Don't 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 freak out. Now, here's the thing: no matter what kind of family you're in, if you're a Twix family, if you're a majestic and marvelous family, if you have a Milky Way family. If you have, what was the first one? You love to laugh and snicker at each other kind of family. Um, did I hit you, John? Anybody ask John after the service how he's doing, and he still says he's blessed, and we're okay. The reality is we're all in different kind of families, but when we become... People, members of the family of God, there are objective truths to what it means to be in the family of God. See, we all like certain things about our family. We all like the thing, maybe we're Snicker, M&M, whatever kind of family. But when we come into the family of God, there are certain truths that it just doesn't matter. And these are things that God gives us. So I'm going to make it really easy for us today. We're going to do an acronym, Okay. Right? You just knew where we were going to go. Is this what's called an acronym when you do each letter and it represents something? So we're going to take each letter of the word family and we're going to see what scripture has to do with that. And so the very first one is forgiveness. All right? And this is what the Bible says about when you are in the family of God, we forgive one another. And this is what Colossians chapter 3 verse 13 says, do not be angry with each other but forgive each other. Kids, are you listening? You're talking to your, your siblings, you're looking at your sister and your brother. If someone does wrong to you, then forgive him. Forgive each other, why? 
because the Lord forgave you. See, when we come into the family of God, we're not anymore able to hold our sins against one another. When somebody, when our sister or when our brother or when our kids or when our mom or dad does something that hurts us or makes us upset, when we're in the family of God, we're able to forgive one another. We don't go to our rooms and pout. We don't stomp off. What we do is we forgive one another because Jesus first forgave us. It's really hard to forgive sometimes. But when we experience the love of God, when we experience his forgiveness for us, then it makes us easy for us to forgive someone else in our family. And that's what family does, all right? What's another thing that we do in family? Um, the other thing we do, this is kind of, I kind of had to pull. I kind of had to cheat a little bit on this one, all right? It's A, is we assist one another, okay? This is what Galatians chapter 6, verse 2, it says, help each other with your troubles, When you do this, you truly obey the law of Christ. So not only in a family do we forgive one another, but we assist one another. Some of us are feeling guilty right now, right? Some of us are feeling like a little sheepish. Some of us are feeling like, why would I help my brother or my sister or my mom or dad or my kids? You know, why would I do that? Because I want to get ahead. But when we're in the family of God, we help one another first. We don't try to get ahead. We don't try to put ourselves first. Why, why is that? Because sometimes in the family, you ever notice you see your brother or your sister sad or your mom or your dad sad or you see your children sad? And in the family of God, because we have experienced Jesus' love first, we assist one another. I'm gonna teach you guys, hey kids, I'm gonna teach you guys a saying that your parents already know. You ready? It's a saying that goes like this. Blood runs thicker than water. Can you kids say that with me? Blood runs thicker than water. What does that mean? It means that when you're related to somebody, you have the same blood flowing through your veins because you have the same mom and dad or same family, and maybe you're adopted into a family, and now you become one blood. And so what is a family? Sticks together, right? Like, if you could pick on your brother, you could pick on your sister, but if somebody outside of your family picks on your brother or sister, what's up? Right? See, I want Natalie as a sister. And when we're in a family, we assist one another because we have the same blood. All right. What's the letter M stand for? Now, this is one I always try to tell my kids. It's more honor. This is what Romans 12.10 says. Love each other like brothers and sisters. Give your brothers and sisters more honor than you want for yourselves. See, when we're in a fa- I, I always have to tell my kids this. Hey, guys, what do, you know where I'm going? Sam's already smiling. Like, oh, God, here we go. See, this is what happens all the time. Our kids get crunchy with each other. The kids start nitpicking with each other. They start picking each other's faults and they start exaggerating one another's faults. Even yesterday, we were at Target, right? God forbid, we go to Target on the weekend after, you know, like Thanksgiving. We're there, we're getting supplies. And then then what the kids are doing is we walk out of the the store and they're like, you said that wrong, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, shut up, you know, who cares? 
And then the other one's like, no, you said this wrong. It's, it, it, you're supposed to say it like this and this and this. And what they do is they try to bicker and try to like prove and one-up one another. They're always trying to outdo each other. And then what do mom and dad say? Say, kids, what if you tried to outdo each other with honor? Oh, that's stupid, right? But that's what we're supposed to do when we're in a family. We're supposed to honor one another above ourselves. More honor than what we give ourselves. So next time your brother says something that's not perfectly the way you say it, what do you do when you give more honor to your brother? You let it slide. It's not a big deal. You don't try to make them look stupid and try to make yourself look better. And actually, when we're, when we're in a family, what we're supposed to do is try to outdo each other with honor and love. Instead of looking at the faults of each other, we're supposed to look at all the good things of each other and encourage one another and say, man, the way you said that was not great, but you could do it, buddy. <laughs> Next time, right? We encourage one another. We give each other more honor. Okay, we're almost done. You guys, kids, you guys are doing so good. The letter I, you're welcome. The letter I stands for we include. Include, right? A family. You're included when you're in a family. This is what Psalm 68.6 says. It was even, we prayed this this morning for some of us here. We were, we were praying and we we're saying, God, will you do this among us? And it says, God sets the lonely into families. Isn't that beautiful? I know some of us here are probably feeling a little bit lonely. The holidays, sometimes, like my dad just passed, and Marianne asked me the other day, she said, babe, do you, do you kind of want to call your dad, you know? Do you, maybe, in, do you want to just talk about saying happy Thanksgiving? And I know that there's people in this room who have experienced the same kind of pain, who, who maybe like you're estranged from your family, or you're, you're feeling single, you're feeling alone, everyone's all laughing, and you know, the twinkle lights all feel cozy, and you kind of feel a little on the outside. The reality is when we're in a family, we include one another and God includes us in his, in his family. And, and, and us as a local family, what we're supposed to do is include one another. And that doesn't just include our own family. That includes the people that are around us who may not have any family. Kids, I'm gonna give you guys a homework assignment, okay? I want you to think about maybe a friend or somebody that you know who doesn't have a lot of family, and I wanna, want you to peer pressure your parents and say, mom and dad, can we invite this person over? I want you to give your parents a hard time if they say no, okay? You're, you're allowed to do that, easy. But parents, we should be including, right? We should, and it's not, we're not just little isolated families to ourselves. When a real family, what it does is it includes others in it. It brings people into it. Why? So they can experience the love of God the same way that we can. All right. The letter L stands for love, of course, right? This is what Paul tells the Corinthian church. You've heard this said before. He says in 13 verses four through seven, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous. It does not brag. And it's not proud. Love is not rude, it's not selfish, and does not become angry easily. 
Love does not remember wrongs. So remember we talked about we forgive each other. Uh, done against it. Love takes no pleasure. It doesn't get happy when bad things happen and evil, but rejoices over the truth. Love patiently accepts all things. It always trusts, always hopes, always continues strong. See, the family is supposed to be an expression of love. Love is the purest and most obvious way that we can show the, who God is. And when we show love to one another, when we're not rude, when we're not arrogant, when we're not trying to get our own way, we show who God is to other people. And why does Paul encourage us to understand love? It's because that's what Jesus did for us, first and foremost, even when we didn't deserve it. You ever do something bad? You ever like know you did something bad at school? Maybe the kids, you know, maybe you got a bad grade and you're expecting maybe mom and dad to come down really hard on you, and then all of a sudden they show you love and grace, that's almost the same way that when we sin, God doesn't just you know, punish us. He says, hey, I've forgiven you of your sin, and I still love you. There's still grace. You're still part of my family. I love you. And when we love each other, that shows others the love of God. That's what a family is made up of. And now here's the last one. I didn't know what to say for why. So I just did this. Yahoo! All right? Now, here's, here we're going to have a little competition. We only got three minutes left, okay? Three minutes. So we have to have a little competition between the kids and the parents. All right, you ready? All right, kids, on the count of three, I want you to say Yahoo, but you have to say it as loud as you can. All right? Now we have, you kid, I'm going to be with the kids, okay, because there's less kids here this morning. So I, and I got a microphone, adults, so I'm, not, so kids, on the count of three, we're all going to say Yahoo, and we have to be louder than the parents. I'm going to let the parents do it second, and if the kids don't do it as loud the first time, I'm going to give the kids a second chance, all right? So parents, that means you have to be really good. So on the count of three, kids, we're going to say Yahoo, but we got to say it as loud as we can. You ready? You guys Ready? That doesn't sound like you're ready. You guys ready? Okay, here we go. On the count of three. One, two, three. That was pretty good. All right. All right, parents. Here we go. You ready, parents? And if you're not a parent, you just consider yourself an adult. That's all right. You can participate. All right? All right, here we go. On the count of three. One, two, three. Okay, all right, kids, we, we probably need a second chance here, all right? Kids, kids, can we do better than that? Can we do better? Okay, let's hear where you go. Here we go, on the count of three. One, two, three. Yahoo! Okay, I think that was pretty good. All right, let's, let's, here's some kids candy over there. Kids candy over there. Kids candy over there. Some there. All right, good job, guys. This is what the Bible says about Yahoo. The Bible does. The Bible talks about it. It says this in Proverbs 17, Proverbs 17, 22. It says, a happy heart is like good medicine, but a broken spirit drains your strength. See, 
This is why we don't take ourselves too seriously. This is why we like to have fun together. Because a happy heart is like good medicine. Jesus, God loves it when we have fun together. And that's what a family does. Now, let me end it with this. This whole time we've been talking about like our families, our families where you live in your own home. We've been talking about our families when we, with our moms and dads, our uncles and aunties, grandmas and grandpas, all those kind of things, right? But what the family, the nuclear family, our, our physical family, our earthly family is supposed to be a reflection of our heavenly family, our spiritual family, our family in the kingdom of God. And this is what Galatians chapter four, verse six through seven says. And you are God's children. That is why God sent the spirit of his son into your hearts. The spirit cries out, father, dear father. You may have heard other versions say Abba, father, which means like daddy. So now you are not a slave. You are God's child and God will give you what he promised because you are his child. See the family, the earthly family, the Monahans, for all who we are, the Monahans, we love each other. We try to do the F-A-M-I-L-Y. We try to do that really well. Sometimes we don't but we try to, and why do we do those things? It's not just to exist for ourselves, but our family is meant to point outward too, to show the love of God, to be a family, not only to the world, but a family in this church. Southlands Chino, we are a family. We, we, we do F, we forgive one another, we do A, we, we assist, thank you. <laughs> thank you for the assist. We M, what do we do, what's M? We more honor. What do we do with the I? Include. What do we do with the L? And what do we do with the Y? Yeah. We're meant to be a family, not just to ourselves, but a family in our church and represent the family of God to the world around us. That's why we gather together. That's why we come together every Sunday morning. That's why we sing songs. That's why we have fun. That's why we do life groups. That's why we go to Thailand for two weeks to to show the family of God to those who don't understand the family, to bring the lonely into family.